Hey everyone, it is Keisha Janes with Spilled Milk, a mom cast. Today is February 5th and I am just sitting here. All three of my kiddos are down for a nap and I was able to get some much needed meditation time in, but I thought, you know what, why not just see if I can record an episode here. So I thought that I would just come to you in... uh, the beginning of February, check in with you, see how you're doing. Um, I know that you can't really answer me by talking back, but you know, maybe you can shoot me a message. Let me know how you are. Things have been good here in our household. Um, the baby is two and a half months old now. Wow. I can't believe how quickly that has gone by. Um, and you know, now Dunbar is four. We had his birthday and we all know that Moose is two and a half, almost two and a half now. So it has just been a freaking circus to say the least here in my household. Um, we have been honestly watching a lot of TV time. We have been just trying to get by between naps or long nights or the baby being fussy. Good gravy. Okay, so here's one thing. I've never realized how colicky Dunbar was until we had Louise. Now, excuse me if I already told the story on my last podcast because I don't think that I did the last episode, but Louise has been so colicky. So it's gotten better the last couple of weeks, but this started probably right when she was like two weeks old. So um, all of a sudden it was just crazy. My friend actually, uh, my friend Rachel sent me some colic calm back when Louise was first born. And I was like, okay, this is cool. You know, neither of my kids had colic, but this is going to be good to keep on hand. Right. And then all of a sudden it was like, nothing would keep her happy. Nothing would make her happy. And I'm like, what is going on? Um, I was at my wood's end. So finally it was like, ding, she's colicky. And so we used the colicom, um, and that worked out really good. And literally we had like three full days of just like, okay, we give her the colic calm. And it's kind of crazy. If you've used it before, it's got charcoal in it and it kind of like drips over her lips and she kind of looks kind of crazy for a second, but that stuff works so good. But then I'm like literally trying to write a post about this colic calm. Literally, I've like tried to take a good picture of it. I've got it sitting on the counter and I'm going to make this nice post about it. And I'm like typing on my phone and I turn around for two seconds And Azro comes out of nowhere and takes this whole bottle and spills it freaking everywhere. And I was like, you've got to be shitting me right now. I literally cried. I mean, this was like, she was two and a half weeks old. Like this was just like, we finally found something that worked. This is like my pump breaking. I don't know if you guys were watching when that happened, but that was also just as traumatizing. So anyway, to say the least, I ended up going into town to find, to try and find some, cause Amazon was going to be a week at that point in time. This was like the beginning of December. Um, Amazon was going to be a week to deliver it. And I was like, well, that's not going to work. So went into town and wasn't able to find call it calm, but I was able to find mommy's bliss, which had, uh, it's just regular gripe water, but it had, I don't want to say regular. I don't really understand all the different kinds, but it had, um, a nighttime formula. So that was nice because it helped her to kind of fall asleep with some, some chamomile. So that was really nice, um, 
to find, to say the least. So we kind of have been switching between the two of them the last, golly, what has it been now? Almost freaking eight weeks. So what do they say? They say that colic really starts to come out at like two weeks old and it can um, peak at six weeks and be maybe it's like worst and then it might last until like 12 weeks. And I'm like, holy shit. When I heard that, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like two, two and a half more months of this, like a total of three months almost. Like this is crazy. Um, but it has gotten a lot better. She's gotten a lot better, which is really nice. So, um, what else has been happening for us? So my kids all got head colds this last week. So we've been kind of hanging out here. The, the weather here in Vermont has been very cold. Um, I tell people that the humidity here in Vermont is so much colder than it is in Montana. I mean, just like, just chills you to the core when it's cold outside. So, um, we have been staying inside, which I knew was going to happen. So there was a couple of things that we did because of knowing that it was going to be kind of a long winter. First of all, with COVID, there'd be one, one way for us to get out, maybe like library story times or going to the gymnastics center or something like that. But none of that's happening still here. So, um, so we're just kind of set in for the long winter here. Uh, another thing that we had decided in in addition to that was that we're going to wait to buy a bigger vehicle. So right now we have a Subaru Forester, which is, let me tell you, it's a tight fit for all five of us when we all go in the car together. But um, it really and truly, it's just a tight fit when there's three kids together. It doesn't matter how many adults are in the car. But um, it's been nice, though, because you know what? We're just going to keep paying this guy off. And we're not going anywhere. So I don't need to have a brand new car sitting in my driveway that I'm not really driving at all. So, so it's kind of been nice as well. So, but cold weather, golly, I'll tell you what, when we first moved to Vermont and we had our first winter here, I nicknamed our house like the snow globe. We have seriously the most beautiful view, but it is so cold outside. I feel like I'm just kind of trapped inside and it's like one of those things that you can look at, but you can't really go out and play in. So, um, but the boys have been, before it got really cold with this last cold snap, the boys have been going to, they're going to start learning how to ski here soon. So Dunbar, the oldest is going to be learning how to ski probably more than Azro's going to, but Dunbar's grandfather took him out last week and he got to kind of get on the skis and whatnot. But I'll tell you guys what, okay, so here's my story. And I don't know if my friend Jen, if, if you listen to this, Jen, if you do, hello, she's been one of my long friends. I met her through um, both of our ex-boyfriends. So we ended up being friends. We broke up from those people and remained friends, got reconnected this last year. Um, and it's been really great, but it's so funny. I was just texting her the other day and telling her like, do you remember doing this? So like it had to have been God, Jen, when was this? I don't remember wh exactly what year this was, but I want to say it was like 2009 or 2008, maybe even, but anyway, um, it was a long ass time ago and we went skiing Well, she was skiing and I went snowboarding. And honestly, this was the last time that I went on the mountain. It was one of the worst experiences of my entire life. Like, oh my God. And the weather was like so poor. There was like barely any snow in Bozeman that year. And so it was just like skiing on hard ice. And I remember when, when I got done snowboarding that day, I was on my butt so much, you guys, that literally one of my butt cheeks was bigger than the other. It was so swollen. Like it was visibly like I had 
taken a hurt in that day. It was bad. So I have not been on the mountain since. Nope, not going to do it. I'll go sit at the lodge, hang out at the lodge, which is non-existent with COVID right now from what I understand. But someday that'll be me again. But anyway, so here we are. And now I have friends. I have more friends that ski than I probably have ever had. Maybe, maybe not. But maybe skiing's just bigger out here. I don't know. Regardless, I have one friend who posts these videos of her skiing and it just looks fun. It doesn't look scary. It does. It actually looks like very leisurely. Um, so you guys, I think that I'm going to learn how to ski next year. It's not going to happen this year because of, you know, having a newborn and, um, just everything with COVID. I just don't want to, I just, I get so cranky. Let's just be honest here. Okay. I get so fucking cranky trying to go somewhere and there's still mask rules everywhere or there's still just everything is shut down. It just really, what do they say in Dumb and Dumber? You know what really chaps my ass? That's what chaps my ass. So, um, but I think I'm going to learn next year. I, I'm really feeling confident about this. So I hated snowboarding. I mean, that was like really one of the worst things that I've done, but skiing might be fun. Um, a couple of years ago, Jesse and I decided to try cross country skiing because I was like, well, I really want to enjoy winter more, you know, living in Montana, I wanted to like learn how to enjoy it better. So I'm like, let's go cross country skiing. And this is before we had kids. And oh my God, you guys, it was terrible. Like I was on my butt more than I was not on my butt. It was kind of ridiculous. So Anyway, it's one of those things where maybe I'm just bad at snow sports. Is that a is that like a possible thing for you to just like be bad at snow sports? Um I am interested in snowshoeing more. That seems a little bit more stable to me. That seems a little bit more uh for sure, I guess. <laughs> But uh, I think that I am going to try to go skiing next year. So we'll see. I think it'll be a lot of fun to learn with the boys. Um, and then maybe with Louise being still so young next year, we can find someone to watch her so we can all go as a family. Jesse snowboards. Um, and he's he's actually really good at snowboarding. But um, I remember the first time. So this is actually kind of really fun because it's been, it's been quite a fun week. So... Uh, I'll kind of tell a larger story in a smaller, well, I don't know which way I'm going to tell it, but I'll just tell you the story. So it reminds me of the first time that I went snowboarding. So I remember my friend Johanna took me snowboarding the very first time that we went snowboarding. So back in high school, I used to do this thing called Young Life. It's a non-denominational youth group for high school students. And that's where I met my friend Johanna. She was one of our Young Life leaders. Um, and it's so funny. I've been talking with her this last week. We actually have been kind of reconnected, chatting with each other and kind of going down memory lane for a certain amount of things. But it's like so funny because when you're in high school and you even know someone who's in their like early twenties, um, like she's only, I asked her the other day, I was like, exactly how old are you? And she's only seven years older than me. So I was like, that's really not that big of a gap now. I actually have quite a few friends that have a bigger gap than that with me. Um, and I don't feel like they're any less than with me, not saying that I feel less than with, with her, but you know, when you're a kid and they're in their early twenties, like you're like, Oh my gosh, they're like so much more mature than me and blah, blah, blah. So Johanna took us to Red Lodge, uh, which is a ski resort in Montana. And we went snowboarding <laughs> for the first time. And I 
like looking back now, it's so funny because I was like, just so bad at it. Like, again, I'm like really just not, I don't want to say that I'm not athletically talented, but there's a lot of things that I'm not athletically talented at. Like I'm okay with running and doing yoga and stuff like that. But like, ultimately, like I'm really just not gifted in the athletic department. So anyway, it was just one of those days, but it's so crazy to think about all of that now. So, so I was able to reconnect with Johanna and it's been just a blast talking with her. Um, we have been able to just chat about a lot of different topics and she said something to me the other day that just really stuck out and I actually had to write it down because it was just so amazing. And, um, you know, I, I just appreciate having friends. I have appreciate having the tribe that I have, but I appreciate having friends who are willing to be as raw and genuine, um, and, and authentic with me as I am with them. So anyway, it was, it was such an interesting comment. She said to me, I just think that right now in our lives is a great time to reconnect for the rest of our lives. And I love that. So just, I mean, if you need to hear it again, go back, do the 30 second button. But I was just like so impressed with just that comment and I had to write it down because I thought, I feel like that's kind of the theme for me this last year. Uh, it's been pretty much almost a year now since I've been back on social media. Um, it all started back with my friend Kate. She had a Norwex party and I wanted to do you know, I really wanted to do well with inviting people to it. And it ended up being a virtual thing because that was the very beginning of COVID was people were supposed to stay at home. And, you know, here we are a fucking year later, by the way, which is just outrageous to me. But so anyway, so we had this, you know, Norwex party and I got back on Facebook and I have been able to reconnect with a, a lot of people. Actually, it has just been amazing. Um, absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, I think I've talked about it before, but you know, I, I kind of, I don't know if it was actually rock bottom or not, but whatever it was that I hit back in 2017, um, it was enough that I did get off of social media, that I did draw back from so many people, so many things. Um, you know, I remember at the time thinking if somebody wanted to be in touch with me, they were going to have to get in touch with me on my terms. And unfortunately, you know, in this world, this day and age, that's just not a realistic thing. Um, and it just created more of a lonely life for me. So as interesting as it was to choose 2020 to get back onto social media between the, the election and, and COVID, um, it was interesting. And then it was also interesting because I think I've always kind of like played nice on social media, right? Like you want to say the right thing. You want to post the right thing. You want to do the right thing. But I'm like, fuck it. This year, I'm like, you know what? I remember back in my Mary Kay days, um, someone that I used to know told me that people would be surprised to learn who I really was. And I was just so hurt by that comment because I thought that I was doing the right thing you know um at that point with Mary Kay you very much had a uh an on persona and an off persona right like when you were on you were on and it was very fake in my opinion um and so to be told that like I remember that just like hurt me so so deep and at that point that was when I was like you know what I'm gonna be so 
authentically me that people will never, ever be able to claim again that I'm fake. And I think I do a pretty good job at that now. But just to look back on how that impacted me over the years um, has been interesting. So anyway, so here I am back on social media, connecting with people. Um, another person that has been so much fun to connect with, and I have asked her to be on the show is my friend, Trisha. She and I met back in college and, um, good gravy. This is another fun story. So she, she was like my first like adult friend. If you like me being an adult, adult friend, you know, it wasn't someone from high school that I grew up with. Um, but it was someone enough that we can be goofy and, and whatnot. So anyway, so I met Trisha back when we worked at Wendy's together and she and I both transferred in from other stores that were not complete fucking delinquent stores. And, uh, I remember just like falling in love with her personality, like, and her God, she's gorgeous. First of all, she has not changed a day in 15 years, over 15 years, but she's just like amazing. So we ended up, I quit college. I decided to drop out of college because that's a whole nother story, but well, I'll tell you the short of it. I didn't know that you had to pay for college before you registered for your second semester. Like nobody really walked me through what to do for college. Like I barely was able to get in by the skin of my teeth. Like I remember I actually had to take a loan from Wendy's of Montana in order to, um, pay. And it was like a thousand dollar loan, which like took me the whole year to pay off. Like it was crazy anyway. So I ended up, you know, quitting school which was fine. Um, I ended up moving out from the dorms and I moved in with Trisha. So she was, you know, to look back, I'll have to ask Trisha exactly what her situation was, but she had gone to like a junior college and now she was at the university. Um, and she had an apartment and she was like, she was a big freaking deal. Like she already had an associate's degree. Like she was, she was a grown up to me and she like, to me kind of took me under her wing Um, that was the first time that I like actually learned about taking care of my body was with Trisha, uh, and actually learned about like working out and how to eat healthy. And so it's so funny because now, you know, that I'm going through weight loss again, uh, for the fourth time and hopefully the last fucking time. Um, it's so funny to think about things that like I learned about weight loss that originated from the very first time that I lost weight with Trisha. So, um, Anyway, so I met Trisha. I moved in with her. She helped me buy my first bed. I don't even know if she remembers this story. We'll see if she listens to the podcast and tells me. But she helped me buy my bed. And by helped, I mean she bought my bed and then I paid her back. So she pretty much loaned me money. Um, You know, I think about these things now because it's like I remember growing up and like going through these things and going through these experiences and thinking to myself, you know, at some point I'm going to have a platform in order to be able to talk about this stuff and laugh about it because good gravy, like it's crazy. I was living on her pullout couch for um, a couple of months until we actually got my bed bought. And then I had my bed in the middle of the living room. It was kind of a wild setup, but Trisha and I reconnected this last summer and God, that's been one of the best things for me. I mean, it's so interesting. Okay. So here's another tangent as women, like why do we distance ourselves from people? You know, sometimes it can be for the fucking bitchiest reason, right? And we decide that we're going to distance ourselves from whoever because of whatever, or life just happens and we tell ourselves like a story. And so You know, I remember when Trisha ended up getting married, I remember being like jealous or like just 
you know, like sad that we weren't like at that spot anymore in our relationship. So I asked her, you know, I was like, why did we stop hanging out and whatnot? And she, you know, kind of said that like I started dating someone and she had started dating someone. And I think her someone may have been like out of town even. I can't exactly remember. But, you know, it was one of those things where then we also ended up moving out from each other. We lived with each other for like another year after that. We got a different place with some other chick and honestly I think that she was probably the demise of our relationship I think it was just kind of a shit show but you know I don't know whatever it is what it is I'm not friends with one of those people anymore and the other one is such a weird relationship I'd like for it to be more healed but I digress the point is is that I wish Trisha and I would have never stopped hanging out you know and everything happens for a reason but um I reconnected with her this last summer and it has just been one of the biggest joys for me. So it's just so, so, so much fun. But I was like, dude, I was like, I totally have a freaking photo album <laughs> that has like these amazing pictures. And I was like, the best part is that you and I look the exact same. We don't even look different and we don't. And that's amazing that we haven't really aged that much. She says that she has. And I mean, obviously we might have a couple more lines and gray hairs, but ultimately like, at what point do people really begin to change? You know, like in The Crown when they, like, swap out the young queen for, like, the older queen? Like, at what point do you quit looking like who you were? Does that make sense? Thoughts that I have. Anyway, what else has been happening in our lives? We've been doing a remodel. Anyone else deciding that this is the fucking right time to do a remodel? Jesus. This is insane. So here's how this all started, Okay. For Dunbar's birthday, I told my mother-in-law, no presents, okay? They have so many presents, it's outrageous. We end up, like, getting, you know, hand-me-downs of toys, and we have so many toys, it's outrageous. So we're like, all right, <clears throat> how about experiences, you know, or, or different things? So she gets these wall decals, okay? So he gets these wall decals for the boys' room. Well, the boys have wallpaper. It's actually the exact same wallpaper that their father had in his room. When he was a kid, because don't forget, we live in my husband's childhood home. So she decides to get these wall decals and she wants to put them up. But, you know, maybe we should take down the wallpaper to put them up and maybe we can just do a fresh coat of paint. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Then it finally comes into fruition. Like, okay, we're doing this. And I was like, okay, cool. Here we go. So we start to take the wallpaper down. We get it all down. And Jesse and I are talking about it and it's like, well, if we're going to take the wallpaper down, we might as well then paint. And if we're going to paint, we might as well do the flooring in there. I mean, we've been talking about wanting to redo the, the downstairs flooring and whatnot and to, you know, paint the walls. So we might as well just do it, right? Holy crap. So this thing has turned into like this big full on process. We're now done with the boys room and we've moved on to the living room. So now we're going to be redoing the flooring in the entire basement and it's just like literally like everything is just a construction zone downstairs right now, which is just fine. Then last week we have the cold snap and guess what happens? Two of our pipes burst. It was just like, are you kidding me right now? Like, so not only, and okay, I used to work in the, the water and fire damage restoration industry. And I remember like pictures would come back from these jobs and I would be like, man, how do people have like such messy homes all the time? And I would always think to myself, like, I wish that, you know, our house is just clean when I grow up and whatever. So if something happens, there's not shit everywhere. Well, this is how there's shit everywhere. People is, is that's how this happens, right? Like 
here we are in the middle of a freaking remodel and then we have a water problem but it ended up not being big at all and jesse ended up fixing it very inexpensively and we didn't have to cut lots and lots of sheetrock out which was such a good thing um so very happy about that but this basement is going to look so freaking good when we are all done with it i'm just like I can't wait. I can't wait. So, you know, there's some good, good parts of being, uh, what cooped up for the winter, so to speak. Someone said the other day that we're like halfway through winter and I was like, okay, maybe they said almost halfway through winter. I guess I have to look at that on the actual calendar and figure out when spring begins. I know it's towards the end of March. So we're at least over a month away. But good Lord, I am ready. I'm ready for some spring weather. I'm ready to get out. I'm ready to get out of the house. I'm ready to reconnect with people. Um, I'm ready for things to, you know, when will they ever get back to normal? That's a good question I have. You know, what was supposed to be two weeks, now we're like a year later and things are being canceled now for the second year in a row. And it's just like, you know, I don't want to say I'm getting depressed, but this is just starting to get a little bit ridiculous at this point, if you ask me. If you ask a lot of people. And then if you ask the other half of people, they say that we should all just stay holed up and scared forever. So, I don't know. Whatever the solution might be. But, alright. Well, what else can I talk about here to catch you all up? So, oh, here we go. Here's one fun thing. So, in the month of January, my goal was to lose a total of 12 pounds. So I went into the month weighing a total of 202 pounds and I wanted to get down to an even 190. And I've been doing Weight Watchers. I've been loving it. Again, I love that I do not have to pick and choose what I'm going to give up. Does that make sense? So I can have everything. I, I don't have to give anything up. And that for me is important because I'm an addict. Okay. And if I have to give something up like sugar or ice cream, I will binge on it later. I have a very, very, very hard time giving anything up all the way. Right. But anyway, January was successful. I was able to follow Weight Watchers. I'd say keep, you know, a, a pretty consistent 80% of the time. And I was able to lose a total of 14 pounds. So that was awesome. Kick that totally in the rear end, which just feels good. So on to February, my goal this month is 10 pounds, um, get down to the 170s. And I'm hoping to maybe be at my goal weight by June-ish, maybe we'll see, we'll see how things go. So um, if I can continue to be uh, strong, and it's kind of like a game, really. Um, in losing weight. And like I said, I've done this now, this will be my fourth time, which is crazy to think about. I was able to lose weight right before I got pregnant with Dunbar and then after Dunbar, after Azro, and now after Louise. So this will be number four. So, but that was fun for the month of January. And now I am excited just to continue on with this year. Should be a pretty fun year. We're also going to be planning a trip to Montana and that's going to be really fun. We're going to do that in September. So I'm super excited. It's just going to be a lot of fun things happening, but I better get off this thing. Kids are going to be waking up soon. I just thought I'd reach out, keep spilled milk going. I've got some really loyal followers out there. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thanks for checking this out. I'm hoping to get some really great interviews going here soon. And let me know if you want to hear about something, you know, specific, but 
I hope that everybody is having a wonderful February. Happy Valentine's Day if I don't get another podcast out before then. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.